0: 5, i I'm John Miglash for the WDMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Happy Thanksgiving. We're going to have a little fun today, as usual. We always have a little fun. And uh, here we go. <laughs> and I was just streaming tears. In, <laughs> you know, I always say if I don't stream tears, then it's not worth watching. But let's go over here and, and watch this. This is from Boots. And I don't know, they must make handbags or something. I don't even know what they do. But I think this is the girl from from Emily in Paris, but I'm not 100% sure. But she has a similar look. So she gets a handbag from Nan, whoever that is. And it, it magically is full of stuff. It contains more than it looks. And it's all about her. She's all excited. And then she goes out with friends and realizes she can pull things out. Of her bag for whoever she's nearby, if she wants to, and so the, the focus changes from her to her friends, and Christmas, ma'am. Oh, so she helps her grandma out, is what and she she like. pulls a wheelchair out of this. On the thir- I watched the three-minute version, which is a super tearjerker. You can't points. even believe it. Okay, so catalogs are still winning. The holiday season. Why catalogs are still winning. Carolyn Jansen, wonderful article. I'm not going to get into all of it, but she says retailers are going back to an old classic to market their goods this season print catalogs, which has a deep history. We were working with the last few years, we've been working with Hammaker Schlemmer, uh, helping them get through a rough spot. Uh, And um, one of the oldest continuously running catalogs in America, which she doesn't mention. Uh Sam's Club sent out its first ever holiday catalog in October. I went down to Bentonville and met with Sam's. You know, they didn't even have like a receptionist. They had a, a camera and a TV and I don't think they even had chairs in those days. <laughs> and I went there with uh with Brent Bissell, I think, and uh or and we had a we had a really fun, you know, we said, Sam's you know what everybody buys. You know who's a repeat buyer, you know who who has stopped buying. You have more data than anybody else, and you don't utilize it at all and uh, we pitched them so hard it was also the middle of an ice storm, and I felt like I was gonna die but uh but anyway, they finally did it. so way to go, Sam's Lowe's created its first catalog at toy catalog, but it's not really toys it's really it's really toys for Dad. Okay, Walmart, Amazon is sending out catalogs. Uh, Chad Lusk says that shopping online isn't conducive to discovery. The internet largely is an unorganized mess, which works if you know what you're looking for. But catalogs serve to assemble these curated collections of goods where you can see multiple items paired together that effectively triggers ideas. Uh, Catalogs are even better... Uh, than stores in some ways because you're pretty likely to have they're pretty likely to have the stock on on sale like Lands End uh, turtleneck and fleece today uh, they always had my dress shirts which were a 14 and a half collar with a 33 sleeve a little unusual but Lands End always had it whereas in the, even in their outlet stores they didn't have it okay <clears throat> and rather than worrying about themselves. People are purpose-driven to finding gifts for others. There's both a joy and emotion and pressure in that. Catalogs are a way to get ideas, okay? Catalogs are also a way for companies to cut through the noise of digital marketing. And uh, Polly Wong, again, reiterates that there's 100% viewability. I don't know if viewability is a word, but there's 100% delivery, there's 100% touch, engagement, you have to look at it. Catalogs do not throw themselves away. And it has to be looked at by a decision maker. And in the case of catalogs, it can be passed around to the people who you want to know what they're looking for for Christmas. Okay? So, consumer has to touch it to throw it away. Digital, it goes away on its own. And so does mass media. You can walk away and get a beer. Okay? And Facebook's high-costs, are skyrocketing 250% since January in cost per thousand impressions. And uh, Kayla Murphy, who's also at, at uh, Ballardi Wong, said something really good. Retailers are paying, here, this is important, and I've been saying this literally for years. If retailers are paying 2 3 $4 dollars cost per click, you can mail four, five, six catalogs for the cost of one click, right, with a 50% bounce rate. So it's actually double that. If you're paying four dollars per click, you're paying eight dollars for somebody who just looks at one link on your on your website. Do you understand that cost? And then after the fifty percent that you paid eight dollars for, your response rate is still not what it is for catalogs. For that num for those numbers. Now well, maybe it's because they're bots. Think about the economics here. Famous footwear, Jay McLaughlin. Two of Bilardi Wong's clients are leveraging print catalogs as a way to drive foot traffic. And uh, both retailers, you know, high-end, children, all the rest. Okay, I highly encourage you to subscribe and get the rest of the story from from, uh, Carolyn Jansen. Wonderful article. And here's an article that I wrote in 1990. Okay, 1990. In in the 1990s, I was the go-to guy that people called when they wanted to do best practices or creative review or customer assessment for their customer file. In 1990, I was Mr. Catalog. And so here it goes and it starts. Talking to some of the industry experts lately, I felt a pessimism in the Catalog community. People are worried about postal increases, privacy laws and use taxes does that sound familiar this is thirty years ago thirty years ago right several consultants i know are branching out of direct marketing into general management work you know it's funny because i just happened to cross paths with bill lapierre who i consider a friend although he unsubscribed me from his newsletter because i commented and i read a couple of his articles just yesterday it had nothing to do with this article uh, it had to do with just, and he was talking about how you can't print so many pages, cut the pages, you can't get the paper, quit mailing, scale back. You know that the customers that you acquire digitally are going to be worth a quarter of what your your catalog customers are worth. So don't mail, don't mail them, email them, email works, email is great. If you quit mailing a catalog, it makes your email work better. You know, and Bill's been saying this for actually uh, probably 20 years at least. And, uh, you know, I feel sorry for his clients. I don't know, Bill, have you, ever, have you ever grown any companies? Have you ever doubled the circ? You know, with Adobe, we doubled their circ, and we went from a half a million a year to a million. I mean, half a million a month to a million a month with higher response rate and higher uh, revenue per piece. My goodness, made them a ton of money. And it it went six months by by some tricks we did with the way they looked at their customers. Baseball Express, we took from 5 million in sales to 50 million in sales. LoveSec, while we were working with them, went up from 50 million to 100 million. Uh, So, you know, catalogs work, direct mail works. We just saw the other article. Anyway, but. Let's the doomsayers if the doomsayers are right I probably should consider reconsider my market. I should have left cataloging and been a digital consultant for 30 years, but you know what I hung on. And why do I love catalogs so much? That's the question. And we'll put this this article up. It started in 1939. My dad borrowed a catalog from his from his biology teacher. A David Cook catalog, I traced it down and uh from denver and he bought a courtney riley cooper fly rod and we were hooked i lived i lived in this log cabin west of milwaukee i had a third of a mile driveway this is not the fancy log cabins they build today when (laughs) when you when the wind came in the winter you could hold your hand up to the walls (laughs) that's chinking and the, the the wood would shrink, and the wind, you could feel it blow through there. I, I shiver every time anybody mentions a log cabin. Look at that thing. Unbelievable. My dad put it on wheels and moved it to this lot that where we lived uh, before I was born. Okay, so we had this huge, long driveway, and whenever a package came, it was Christmas, like my barber would say. In America, every day is Thanksgiving. He came to America on Thanksgiving Day. And every Sunday is Christmas in America. How about that? So anyway, mom, mom, ordered most of our stuff, and it didn't work out all the time, you know. Uh, we 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 love the Sunset House, so I got some Sunset House. Here's the Sunset House from 1964, and here's uh, some of the Christmas items: the walk, the, the pedometer, the crystals that grew into stalag mites i don't know the pant boot combos i think we had those uh here's the back cover take your catalogs and make them into logs for the fire they didn't really work that well the world's tiniest radio great copy oh my gosh It it <laughs> what a dream book what a dream book i love the catalogs anyway uh so the cataloging spirit, I even bought, I don't know if you can see it. i try and switch over. But there's some Meerschaum pipes up on my wall. Oh, they're down below the WDMA sign. But I could go grab them, but it'll take too long. That I bought from a catalog from Turkey. <laughs> Barely translated into English. Meerschaum pipes. That's not spelled right. Uh, <laughs> and eight. $8 a piece. This was years and years ago. So cataloging in some way captures the American spirit. It takes faith to sow those books to the wind. And I'll tell you, if you've launched a few catalogs, and I got pictures of the some of the catalogs I launched. There's another one. There's another one. I've launched something like a dozen catalogs. And that first time it goes in the mail, and the client calls you up and says, well, what if nobody orders? And you know... It's a good question. (laughs) That's what those six key numbers will tell you, whether it's going to make any sense or not, whether it's going to work. But given that you check the right boxes and get the right numbers, you still got to wait. You got to wait for the postage to deliver. Saw some great stuff on LinkedIn today about how if you drop your catalogs in the Midwest, if you got a Midwestern printer, Wisconsin DMA, you're more likely to get them delivered on time than either the East Coast or the West Coast. It's really an interesting, we should, we should do a study just on that. But anyway, go with the Midwest, Wisconsin DMA. Okay. So in here, I talk about how the catalogs, it would take days, take hours, if not days, to find a similar, unique s- selection of products in the suburban shopping mall. And the same thing with online, wandering around aimlessly. <coughs> I don't have to tell you about the interesting stuff available, but you see why it's a privilege to work in this industry. I love catalogs. I love catalogs. Look at this. This is from Land's End. I mean, this is from, uh, I got my Land's End on today. There's a Land's End catalog there over there. This is from Sharper Image. Cozy Comfort. Enjoy this catalog. There's things in here I've never heard of. I know because I paged through it, but now I'm going to spend more time on it. Okay, it takes faith to order a $3,000 toy from a company that may be no more than a garage. But the reality is, if you put a catalog together, you're real. You put a digital ad together, that doesn't have to be anything behind it, right? This trusting spirit is part of what makes America great. You have to believe the best about people to mail to the winds, to place your orders, and to take those orders. You do. It's a faith-based industry. In cataloging, there's a special spirit, an independence of both merchandise and method. My word for the future is hang in there. America loves its catalogs. And somehow, damn the torpedoes. We'll figure out a way to buy from you. And for those companies that stayed with it, they're still in business. It's the companies that went digital and were convinced that they could cheaply buy ca- customers, cheaply buy fake customers. Those are the customer, those are the catalogs that are gone. So I still love catalogs, and you can go to Bill's big conference of all the catalogers, and he can tell you why you cut pages and you cut circulation. I told Dick Cabela once. I said. What did I tell him? No, we could cut 20% of your circulation and only lose 5% of sales. We could massively increase your profits. Dick Cabella, who had more wisdom than most of this industry put together, said, John, I don't want to cut circulation. And I don't want to cut sales 5%. I'd have to lay people off. You'd figure out how to help me grow. I don't want to cut. That's my advice to bill lapierre figure out how to grow people quit telling them to cut and also find a consultant that tells you how to grow we worked with cabela's on the big book and we convinced them they could mail twice as many and it made money hand over fist Uh, and and it's legendary that book you know is about this thick and and a friend of mine said why didn't i get one of those (laughs) yeah you aren't kidding why not you didn't spend enough there was a modeller behind the whole thing. Anyway, have a great day. <clears throat> Happy Thanksgiving. Like and share. Shares are worth a lot. I don't know what, I don't know how that all works, but I know the LinkedIn's algorithm is completely broken. I'm over 6,100 uh, views on my silly, uh, my silly survey that I did. So LinkedIn is obviously broken. So we got to kind of play along with it. So, you know, or just keep the secret and you'll know more than all your friends. Have a great day. Yeah. <laughs> It's a bug-racking. Bye-bye.